Welcome to the Torah Birthing Podcast. Hey, my name is Batya Khan. I'm a Rabbitson, doula, and childbirth educator. My mission is to help women have the best transition into motherhood that you could possibly wish for. So you could fulfill your tafkid with support and recognize the power that you have. The Torah is the guidebook for our lives. It's the best mindset work that you could possibly do. Are you familiar with it? It's important to know. It's important to learn. So let's do this. Do you ever feel like you're doing everything wrong and everyone's doing life better than you? Do you ever feel like there's an ideal picture of what a woman should be? How a wife and a mother should act? And do you ever feel like you don't fit it? This week, we're building the Mishkan. Here's what I mean. Obviously the Parsha, but also we're talking about the best type of birth. The birth where you are confident and prepared. We're talking about how to be the best wife and mother where you feel like you've got this and are doing the best for your family. We're talking about how do you be a good Jewish woman? There's a secret formula, and it comes from the Mishkan. Hashem wants a home in this physical world, and we have to do physical things to build it. So right up in the beginning of the Parsha, and it's in the name too, Teruma, bringing offerings. Everyone was giving to the Mishkan. Now let's discuss how they did this. I'm in Chomishimos, Parak Chavhei, Pasuk Gimel. This pasuk is one of the first of all the items that are needed. This is the truma that they should give, that they should take, actually, from them. Gold, silver, and copper. The psukim continue on with the rest of the fabrics, the oils and the precious stones. And there were so many options of what to give. But there were two aspects of giving. So let's see this in Rashi. Zahav the kesev unachoshes, the dibra maschel, the words that are starting Rashi. Kulam ba'u binadava. Everyone came and gave voluntarily. Ish ish mashenadvo libo. Each person gave whatever he felt like giving. Chutz min hakesef. Besides for when it came to giving silver. Shebam b'shava. That was given equally. Machatzis hashekel lechal echad. Each person was giving half a shekel. Velo matzinu b'chal melechas hamishkan. Shehutzrach shum kesef yoser. And it was not needed any more silver than that. That was all the silver that was needed, an equal amount from everybody. And he's bringing a proof and a second proof. Etc. And the rest of the silver that they had that was given for the work of the Mishkan was made into tools for serving in the Mishkan. So there was the two aspects of giving again. 
the first aspect was the silver that each person gave the machatz shekel, half a shekel, and two that every person gave whatever they felt like giving of all other materials. And Rashi does say that there was some extra silver that was given that also was used. But the whole idea is twofold. First idea is that we are all equal. And the second is that we are all different. So we each give stuff in our lives to Hashem. And there are things that we do universally. Every single Jew does certain things. And every single Jewish woman does certain other things. Certain specific things of those things. And we have a whole bunch of mitzvahs for that that we do every day. But what about the things that are less obvious? That's what we're talking about here. So makeup is beautiful and it's a staple for so many women. It makes them feel beautiful. But not all of us are like this. And there's no mitzvah to wear makeup or not to wear makeup. Jewish women are beautiful either way. And there's a mitzvah of Oneg Shabbos. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't be someone who makes Shabbos in an hour. It's more beautiful than your weekdays where you make dinner in 15 minutes maybe. But it's not really what someone would call gourmet. Here I'm pointing fingers at myself specifically, but I know others who are like me. And if you are that woman who makes the gourmet meals and recipes during the week for your family, and then you make sourdough from scratch along with matbucha and other dips, that is beautiful. Here I'm thinking about several awesome women that I know. We're moving on to Pasakhes, an important idea over here. What is the culmination? Once we collect all of the tools for the Mishkan, Hashem says, they will make me a Mishkan, um, a Mikdash, sorry, a dwelling place, and I will dwell within them. The Metrish says about this, it's not just talking about the Mishkan. It's not just talking about a holy place for Hashem that existed back then. Hashem also wants to be inside each one of us. It says, Bisocham, in them. Not Bisocho, in it. There's a lot of explanations for this. But Hashem wants to be in each one of us. In each one of our homes. Every person, when giving to the Mishkan, contributed whatever they felt like giving beyond their actual obligation, right? They gave their expertise and whatever they felt drawn to. Because Hashem wants something from you that someone else cannot give. And here's my question. Are you trying to be someone else? Are you trying to give someone else's portion and neglecting your own portion? So the quote that most comes up to mind in my head for this is Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Kutsk, the Kutsker Rebbe, said, 
I'm not going to try to say it in Yiddish because I think I would totally botch it up. But here it is in English. If I am I, because I am I, and you are you, because you are you, then I am I, and you are you. But if I am I, because you are you, and you are you, because I am I, then I'm not I, and you are not you. Basically, who I am needs to come from within and not from without. If I'm myself because of myself, and if you're yourself because you're yourself, then we are actually proper separate individuals. If I am myself because I'm looking at you, and you are yourself because you're looking at me, then we're not really being true to who we actually are. Every one of us has a part, a special part, that no one else can contribute to the Mishka. And you find it by looking within, not by looking around. Sure, sometimes we need help or ideas or we're drawn to a specific topic or thing that we need to learn more about in order to do it. But is my interest or my desire in how I am as a woman, how I act as a wife and a mother coming from within from my real true self? Or is it something that I saw social media? Or is it because I'm comparing it to a friend? Is it something from society? Or is it something from me? Truly me from the Torah? It's hard to know with so much stuff and information getting thrown at us all the time. We're, we're bombarded by it, honestly. Sometimes we try to put ourselves in boxes. But we're way beyond boxes. We're connected to Hashem, who is the ultimate and unlimited and unboxed that there is. So the question is, what is the ideal me? And am I working on being the ideal me? Am I feeling bad that I'm not someone else? I was just having a conversation with someone the other day about all the different types of women that there are and the judgment that sometimes comes with it. She was telling me that she felt really bad sometimes comparing herself to other friends and was feeling that people were judging her because they were making fancier dinners in a simple way with recipe hacks. And she just popped some dinner into the oven with salt and pepper. It's a hard thing that I personally struggled with a lot too. As a girl, I thought that when I grew up, one day I would magically suddenly become more interested in girly things. I would want to wear makeup. But that was not something that was coming from within, if I'm being honest. At this point today, it's a very rare occasion that you'll see me wearing makeup. Not because I don't think it's pretty but because there are so many values and ways and things to being a woman. And my way does not include wearing makeup every day. I prioritize other things. It drives me also more crazy to apply and to have it on than the benefits that I could potentially get from it. Now, how do you bring this into your birth? Honestly, 
There are so many choices. Birth locations, birth options, and it can be so overwhelming when everyone is piling all their advice onto you. It's super important to turn inward and decide what it is that you want. A client was asking me about birth trauma. Some women were telling her that natural birth causes it, actually. And some were saying that their epidurals are what caused it. The truth is, though, that being bombarded with too much information is not good. Because none of their trauma is your story, as I was telling her. It's good to be informed. And I think it's almost necessary. And if you need help with that, send me an email or a DM. TorahBirthing at gmail.com or Instagram at TorahBirthing. And I will be happy to discuss it with you. It would be my honor and privilege. But there is too much well-meaning advice and people unloading their birth trauma that you have to wade through sometimes. There are women saying that the natural birth movement is bad and others saying that the medical system is bad. Who do you believe? But the truth is that there is a balance that is unique to you. What is it? I can't tell you. I can only help find what is within you and help it shine forth. It would be my greatest honor and privilege to help with that. There's a description of women in Gemara Shabbos that's really profound. Rabbi Yossi said, I never called my wife my wife, but I called my wife my house. When I was pregnant, I said I felt like a whale or something like that. Popular feeling with a lot of us. And my father quoted this as a joke. This saying from Rabbi Yossi. Well, it's true. We are the home. We are the root of it and we are the foundation of it. And in pregnancy, it's literally that. You are the baby's home. It's your birth, your way. You're doing this for Hashem in your own special way, in your own beautiful way. So here's the question for you. In your motherhood, in your wifehood, is that a word? In your birth, in anything else that's coming up for you in life, in your womanhood, what is your truma? How is it special? How is it unique? How is it really you? I would love to hear what you think. Message me on Instagram at Torah Birthing or send me an email, torahbirthing at gmail.com. <laughs>